are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Monday morning, here we are on wrestling day. Okay, I know it's boxing day, but Bob and Doug McKenzie called it wrestling day, so it's kind of stuck in my head ever since then. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas, safe and happy time. I'm a little tired this morning. A lot of of long hours the last couple of days, and it kind of does catch up to you. So, um, yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. As you can see, I am flying solo this morning. As Mr. Beaver uh, had some technical difficulties, he is uh, on a remote location. He's not not in his normal studio space. He is uh, visiting family at Christmas and just wasn't able to make things happen. But we're going to see if we can do something for you a little later on today. We'll do our best, I promise. We'll try and get you a show. I, uh, I am going to be heading out the door at around uh, 9 a.m. to meet with family at 9.30 because we're going to have a coffee and then go and see the, uh, the new Avatar film. So hopefully that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, spent most of the day yesterday, well, I spent the whole day with family, but extended family, nieces, nephews, played Santa and handed out presents to um, a lot of people <laughs> that I think about it. The good time was had by all. Um, yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was a good day. It was a very good day. Well, Merry Christmas, Deborah. Hope you had a, hope you had a good Christmas. Uh, as I said, I'm a very tired this morning, so it's not going to be long because I don't, I don't like to do anything solo. This is a, a team effort here at the True North Eager Beaver, as you well know, anybody who's ever watched us. But, uh, cause we had committed to a show and I did schedule it and I thought I'd pop on and say hello to everybody and, uh give you a few minutes and see if anybody wants to join the chat and tell us how your Christmas went. Give me a second here. Oh, God, I love coffee first thing in the morning. really does get the blood flowing and help to keep my brain functioning at a uh, high level. I don't know how high that is, but high enough that I can function properly. So a couple things in the news. Nothing major other than the fact that Go figure, on Christmas Day, this um, group of reprobates had to, had to do this. Christmas Day. Canada Proud had to put this out. Liberals used to believe in freedom, but Trudeau spits on our fundamental rights and freedoms. And they show a picture of Sir Wilfrid Laurier. Freedom. Freedom in every sense of the term. Freedom of speech. Freedom of action. Freedom in religious life and civil life. And last but not least, freedom in commercial life. On the Freedom Index, there are only three countries ahead of us, and they are all tied for first place, Norway, Sweden, and Finland. 
or is it Denmark? Sorry, Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. Those three countries hit 100 on the freedom scale, and uh, Canada hits 98 or nine, yeah, 98 out of 100 on the freedom scale. We we fall in second under the three-way tie for first. So as Skippy and his uh, minions, like these guys, uh, Canada Proud, say, uh, we want to make Canada the freest country on earth, I think the only way they can do that is to start instituting things like a universal basic income, a stronger, better social safety net, because let's face it, freedom Denmark, <laughs> Denmark Sweden, and Norway have um, strong social safety nets. They're social democracies. Plenty of room for high earners in that in those nations and throughout Scandinavia. And there's a lot of wealth there, but a lot of the wealth is also shared. And you, you meet a Swede or a Dane or a Norwegian, and they will all tell you they're happy to pay their fair share of taxes because they see how it benefits everybody within their society. So the freest countries in the world have the strongest social safety nets, which means for Canada to become even freer than we already are, we're going to have to increase ODSP. We're going to have to develop a UBI. And quite honestly, let's just get rid of ODSP and put everything under a UBI. Let's get rid of welfare. Let's get rid of EI. Let's get rid of ODSP and just run a UBI for every single Canadian. Let's increase the Canada Pension Plan because let's face it, the minuscule amount that they provide to you right now isn't enough. And you need three, three services, three, one, two, three, to function in retirement. Three government services, uh, CPP, Canada Pension Plan, OAS, Old Age Security, and GIS, the Guaranteed Income, un- income Supplement. You need those three government programs to be able to barely make it by today because let's face it, so many of us just will not be able to save enough money or invest enough money to possibly retire Pensions are basically a non-existent thing in the private sector, so yeah, let's create a freer nation by developing a strong social safety net so we don't have to eat cat food as we get older. At least, I certainly don't want to. I saw this the other day, this little uh, this little clip, and I thought I would post this because I thought it was quite funny. This is at a, uh, a campsite somewhere. I don't even know where it is. And, and there's two signs, and I'm going to read this out for the folks who are just listening. On the sign on the left, it says, text us. Please don't hesitate, hesitate to text us at, and the number is blanked out, if you see anything that needs your attention, we want to make this campground as relaxing and comfortable as possible for our guests. Thank you. Text us, translated for teenagers. Sup. HMU, which means hit me up, at, and then the number is blanked out. If you see anything that is sus or cringe, like, I don't know, a toilet that got wrecked, or EKT, or something. TBH, to be honest, we have, we high-key trying to glow up this campground. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop, until this place straight up slays. Need your help, fam. Thank you. <laughs> now I think that's hilarious, because <laughs> that's how teenagers speak today. I know, because I was speaking with a few of them yesterday. (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny. Anyway, that's my warped sense of humor. It can be that way sometimes. (sighs) So, here's hoping everybody had a safe and happy holiday. I know I did. And uh, it will continue today as I'm 
heading out the door at 9 a.m. to go meet with family for 9.30 in the other end of town. We're all gathering as a... Um, gathering as a family we're going to go and see the new avatar film avatar the way of water in three dimensions so i'm looking forward to that good morning shelly how are you i hope you had a good safe and happy christmas of course happy christmas makes me sound like i'm from the uk doesn't it so happy christmas (laughs) Ah, trying to be as joyful as possible but some of the things I encounter online make me a little upset. Like, well, here's a for instance, the um, special special announcement. I'm going to let... Uh, hang on a sec here. Let me just cue this up. I'm going to cue up this clip. It's um, So the uh, James Bowder crew, the guys who organized the first uh, convoy, Occupation of Ottawa, wanted to come back to Ottawa in February, but... Um, James Bowder's not allowed in the city. He'll be arrested if he shows up here. He's only allowed to, to uh, testify, which is why he was here during the uh, Public Order Emergency Commission, the POEC for the Emergencies Act. So he tried to say, uh, let's have an olive branch and the one-year anniversary. And uh, as it turns out, somebody must have informed him he'd be arrested if he shows up in Ottawa because he's not here to testify. So here's what they did. Special, special announcement. I'm going to let uh, Big Bear uh, let it rip here. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, big announcement today. Um, we're the World Unity Convoy will be in Winnipeg, Manitoba. That is our announcement today. That is our gift to you. This will. We are going to be inviting groups from all over the nation to join us in unity for a better future, for solutions for the children across the world and within Canada. We're going to be inviting whoever wants to join us, multicultural, multi-spiritual, on this journey, and we'll be updating you as we go. This is February 17th to the 21st in Winnipeg, Manitoba, the heartbeat of the Canadian people. Special, special announcement. I'm going to let... Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah, that's going to go over well. Let's go have a protest in Winnipeg in February. <laughs> if you thought Ottawa was cold, well, you're in for a surprise. That's going to prove to be very interesting, but... T- <laughs> I just don't know, man. Like, what are, what are these guys thinking? <sighs> oh, can you say epic failure? That's what I think it's going to be anyway. I, I believe it's going to be an absolute epic failure. Because let's face it, um, Winnipeg in February is not very warm, and I don't believe they'll be very welcome there. So I see Shelly, you say you had uh, some fun weather in the Niagara region. Yes, I did see some of those, uh, some video of that area over the holiday, the holiday, the Christmas Bay. I get well, Christmas Eve is when it really sort of, Christmas Eve or no, the 23rd. What am I saying? Festivus, when we, we had our morning show. And that's, I guess, when it really started to hit Niagara. So, yeah, you guys really did get hammered down there. I hope you guys are okay. I know that the weather was rough. It is Canada at Christmas time, so it's to be expected, right? It's not It's not always going to be sunshine, roses, and lollipops, right? Sometimes it is. 
Not always. Seldom is it ever, actually. <laughs> yeah, this should be an interesting, um, should be an interesting, uh, well, shit show. I mean, if they actually do show up, um, are they going to try and occupy Winter- Winnipeg like they did Ottawa? Because I don't, I don't think that's going to go over well. Now, every city in Canada where they say they want to do this saw what happened to Ottawa, saw the inactivity or the inaction of the OPS, the Ottawa Police Service, how they were completely overwhelmed and did nothing. And that started with the chief. And I've already had everything I have to say about the fella, and that's kind of it. But I'm, I'm really, really eager to see what will happen if they show up in Winnipeg in February to try and occupy the city for their unity. I mean, multi, multi-racial, multi-faith, everybody's welcome. Yeah, I, that's, I don't believe you. I don't. I don't believe you. I don't even know why they want to do this. There are no mandates anymore. So this is like a, a reunion of ignorance. There you go. <laughs> Yes, Deborah. <laughs> oh, think of the children. Yes, let's see if I can find that clip from The Simpsons. Oh no, it might be might be copyrighted, and they'll pull us down if I put that up. So I I won't. But yeah, that's that's basically what it is. Think of the children. I don't know what else they would want to be doing in February in Winnipeg. Let's have a a jamboree, a hoedown. A disco dance party? It's going to be minus 40, man. You you guys aren't that smart, are you? Anyway, on to other things. This um, next clip I'm going to show you has been uh, featured on the Dean Blundell Network. And I don't know if you've had a chance to check it out. This is uh, Cottage Talks with Cranky Canuck. Cranky Canuck's part of the network, as I said, and featured... He has a, his website, which I will post in the chat. Here it is, Cranky Canuck Cartoons. If you want to click on that, you could take you right to the website. But I'm going to start it off with this uh, two-and-a-half-minute clip, almost, uh, what am I saying, two minutes and 55 seconds, so just under three-minute clip from Cranky Canuck with Cottage Talks. Enjoy this. I certainly did. Well, hey, everybody, Cranky Canuck here, and today I'd like to welcome you to my new series, Cottage Talks, reporting directly from Premier Doug Ford's cottage. Now, there's a metric fuckton of Doug Ford stories we're going to dig into over the next couple of years, but first, let's cut to the chase about what's going on with conservative political marketing across Canada. Since Trudeau was elected, the strategy has been to mostly rage farm on socials, look under any rock for a vote, and to turn opposition parties and people's brands into steaming dog shit. And this has been fantastic for a PC party with no new helpful ideas of its own. The PC Party of Canada is so brutally uncreative, they didn't even invent this diabolical strategy. They had to steal that too. Making people think Trudeau is some sort of tin pot dictator seems a laughable proposition, considering he has a minority government. But it's no fucking joke when millions of dollars of online advertising is used to do it. By destroying the liberal brand and Trudeau's personal character, it helped create an information vacuum to insert some really shitty ideas and conversations. You see, the sinister plan by these conservatives was 
was to force Trudeau's hand to bring the hammer down on the convoy. The optics of this would certainly help their ridiculous dictator narrative that they've been building for years. But the truth is, this was actually a provincial responsibility of Doug Ford after the failure of the local police. Now one might ask, why the heck would Doug ignore such a gigantic problem? Simple. When Dougie tried to pull some real dictator moves by suspending QP workers' rights, the media narrative instantly flipped to, well, both sides do fascist dictator shit. And holy fuck, this is where a whole lot of people just lost the plot. You see, we here in Canada have an emergencies act, so when terrorists are blocking billions in trade or setting up an occupation of hot tubs and bouncy castles in our nation's capital, we have some sort of fallback plan if local and provincial leaders fail to act. And as the inquiry has confirmed, there was no wrongdoing on Trudeau's part. The PC Party of Canada has decided, like their US Republican counterparts, that rage farming division and hate is a path to victory, but it's not. They are downright destroying our system of governance in favor of a hard right agenda that appears to be in lockstep with fascist movements worldwide. And this is for the green belt, you heartless fascist bastards. Make no mistake, Ontario is under attack by a Ford government elected by a mere 18% of our province. Dougie and his buddies are out to steal everything they can, right down to the wax in your grandmother's ears. The privatization and destruction of public schools and healthcare is just the beginning of the Ford Nation agenda. So chin up, Ontario. We've got a whole bunch of work to do. Until next time, stay frosty. And that pretty much sums it up. I'm going to have to get in touch with Cranky Canuck to see if we can get him on the show. I'd like to do an interview with this individual. He can do it in Canuck, a crazy Canuck uh, form as a snowman if he wishes. He doesn't have to appear on camera. I don't know who the individual is. Uh, I, I say he. For all I know, it could be a she or a they. I don't know. Either way, I would like to get that individual on the channel so we can have an interview with them because... We are pretty much lockstep in a lot of the same ideologies. And as I have said in the past, and I will say in the future, and I will continue to say, do you understand civics? The mandates are provincial. Well, yeah, you got that right, Deborah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am thankful-ish to be living in Ontario-ish because, I mean, um, well, Daniel Smith, fear-mongering, fabrication, bullying, but enough about me. That's from our good buddy Theo Mudakis. It's a four-panel cartoon, civi uh, um, political cartoon. And then, of course, we've got this one from Michael Deatter. Uh, it's a book, and the title is How to Get Attention by Doing Dumb Shit by Danielle Smith. I think that's pretty accurate. And for those of you who haven't seen this clip, or this clip, this video, this um, cartoon, this uh, next one I'm going to put up, it's, uh, we used it as the cover art for the uh, Skippy Skips a Beat show from a few days back, and here it is. It's Skippy and uh, Trump. Uh, this country is broken and only I can fix it. Saying the same thing. Dick pot, di tin pot dictatorship? No. No, not at all. Not at all. But they certainly would like to make it that way if either one of them were ever get to, uh, to get in. Yeah, that's what I thought too, PJ. It definitely has a Callum vibe. 
So I don't know if it's Callum that's doing it or not, but it really does have that vibe. Uh, so it could very well be. Either way, I want to get in touch with Cranky Canuck because um, I like I like his uh, hit. I like there. Whoops. Well, hey, everybody. Sorry, I had stuff going in the background that kind of knocked me off my, my game there for a second. I really do like Cranky Canuck's vibe and... Check out the website. I put it in the in the chat. Have a look. It's it's uh, it's a good little website. He's got some really. They have some really interesting things. I don't know who the person is. So, and yes, Deborah, you are correct. A lot of people buy into this right wing tripe. It's and I was talking to my sister about this just yesterday, just yesterday, and how journalism in this country is failing Canadians because they are printing lies on a daily basis, and and the worst part of that is. They're easily disproven lies. They're, it's, it's, it's so simple to just go, well, that's a bald-faced lie. Here's the proof. And they're still continuing to print lies on almost a daily basis. And the disturbing part is people are starting to believe it. So it's, it's a, a line from the Goebbels playbook. You know, re- make the lie big, repeat it often enough so the lie becomes the truth. And the disturbing part of that is the fact that it's beginning to work. And that really does freak me out. It really, really does. So what we need to do collectively as a nation is do what the cobra chicken does and fight back against the giant beasts. Be fearless. Charge the cows when they charge you and let them know you will not take any crap because that's what the cobra chicken always does. They are a fearless beast and will not put up with garbage from anyone. And nor should we. And what we need to remind these elected officials, including the Prime Minister, because I've taken umbrage with him on occasion, although at least he's a decent human being who's not trying to rob us blind and just pad the the wallets of the donor class, unlike... Doug, who is Doug Ford and Daniel Smith, who are doing it right out in the open for the whole world to see. They're not even, they're not even trying to keep it under the radar anymore. They're just doing it. They're flaunting it, which I think in a weird way might be how we bring them down, but they need to be reminded that they are our employees. They work for you and I, we pay them. They work for us. They are our employees. Remember that. Yes, PJ, we should all be cobra chickens. They, they need to be reminded that we certainly are the ones in control, not them. So send that message. Write your MP, write your MPP, write your MLA. Let them know. We're fed up. And we're not going to accept mediocrity. We're not going to accept your lies. We're not going to accept your blatant corruption, which is, again, it's not even, they're doing it right out in the open. They're not even trying to hide it anymore because they're laughing at us. Because when the voter turnout is only 43% of the population in the province of Ontario and Doug gets a majority government with 18% of the vote, that just lets you know how pathetic it is right now. So we need to get up off our butts and do the right thing. Vote. Vote these horrible people out. Now, I know we have to put up with Doug for three and a half more years because we don't have a recall system in Canada, which is terrible. We 
we maybe should consider that. And yes, you are correct, Deborah. Get involved in a constituent constituency association and work to be the changes you want. And remember, it starts at the municipal level. And I don't understand why more people do not vote in municipal elections because that is the level of government that affects your daily life the most. And yet the turnout for municipal elections is appallingly low. So we need to remind ourselves and each other that we have to make a difference. And to do so is to get out and vote. And vote out the bad people. And by doing that, you, we collectively figure out which party would best represent us and vote for that party. As I've said time and time again, I belong to no political party and I never will. I vote for the, the ideal candidate in my riding for all three levels of government, municipal, provincial, and federal. And I've voted for, in the past, I have voted for progressive conservative uh, candidates, Green member, Green Party candidates, Liberal Party, NDP, CPC, uh, current, uh, PPC, no, that'll never get my vote. The fringe parties will never get my vote. The, the current crop of conservatives, they're not progressive. They will never get my vote because that party is just completely gone full fascist. You don't believe me? Look at what Daniel Smith, who is UCP, but it, conservative is in the name, right? Look at Doug Ford and what he's doing. They're tearing our democracy apart, selling it off to wealthy people to privatize it and profit off our misery and sickness. And they'll do it because they can, because nobody's stopping them from doing it. And it's our turn to write our MPP, our MLA, because it's different in different parts of the country, and let them know we're not taking this anymore. We want democracy. We do not want fascism. We do not want to privatize all of our schools and our health care system. Remember, Doug Ford lost $4.4 billion that cannot be accounted for of federal money. Federal dollars. $4.4 billion missing. And I think it's something along the same lines in the province of Alberta. $4 billion or $2 billion missing. He also cut spending on health care in Ontario by $980 million. And he's showing that we have a surplus now. Well, I don't know where the surplus is coming from. I know $980 million was cut from health care. Something like a billion was cut from education. And, oh yeah, that's right. He forgave the penalties for the 407, which is about a billion dollars, and then got rid of license plate sticker fees, which is about $2 billion in lost tax revenue. So there's $3 billion that he pissed away, $4 billion that cannot be accounted for, almost a billion dollars on health care, and I believe it's a billion from education. But he has a surplus. Robin us blind while smiling at us and baking cheesecake. Hey, Doug Ford, fuck you. Okay. So I am going to jump out. I just wanted to come on in and, uh, and wish everybody a, a happy wrestling day or happy boxing day, like Hugh says. Um, 
just come on for a little bit, as I, as I explained for those. If you're just joining us, uh, Mr. Beaver was, uh, technical difficulties, was unable to join today. Sometimes that happens, but we're going to try and do a show later on today because there is opening in the schedule. Uh, I will be in touch with Mr. Beaver throughout the day once I am available sometime this afternoon. We're thinking maybe we can do something around um, 3 p.m., something like that, because there is, like I said, an opening in the schedule, and we'd like to keep everybody entertained. And as I've said time and time again, I don't like to do this alone, but we had committed to a show today, and uh, no, no, he's wide awake, you. I, I was talking to him at 6.30, actually, just technical difficulties. So yeah, we, we, I don't like to do this alone. He doesn't want to do it alone either. We, we are a tag team. We are a team. And as a, as a result of sometimes technical glitches, as they do happen, uh, I, I, I committed to this show. He committed to this show. He just wasn't capable for reasons beyond our control. So I did want to come in, pay a little bit of uh, respect to you folks, and, and a little, give you a little bit of my time, because I am a happy fella who likes to share my time with you. And uh, I do like to to have a chat from time to time, you know? I think it's... Uh, I think it's fun to sit here with you wonderful folks and uh, and chat with you. Uh, oh, let me just pull down that other caption there so you can read this properly. It's, um, when you're dead, you don't know you're dead. The pain is felt by others. The same thing happens when you're stupid. <laughs> so remember that, folks. And here's hoping this is how things turned out for Skippy. And he got a sock- stocking full of coal. He certainly did for the by-election in Mississauga. Anyway, my uh, wonderful friends, kids, lovely people, I am going to jump out. You folks have a wonderful wrestling day. We'll try and get back on later today. Uh, we'll do the best we can to try and provide you with some entertainment and information all in one fell sweep. If you like what we do, you can find us on any place where you get your fine podcasts. We do have t-shirts for sale, as you may well have been told. As we are in the Christmas season, feel free to purchase a t-shirt. It is the time to give gifts around the world to friends and lovers. And lovers of friends. And friends of lovers. <laughs> you can check us out on our coffee page, uh, our pod page, where you can get your the audio version of this uh, program the re- delivered directly to your inbox the moment the audio portion is released. And if you would, please hit that sus- subscribe button, which is right about there. You can see that there, right there. If you can hit that subscribe button, we would really love it. Please share the show. Let friends and lovers and lovers of friends and friends of lovers know that we are here for you three days a week at a minimum. And we try and bring you some special interviews whenever we can get Schedules lined up because it can be a little bit difficult, especially around this time of the year, right? I know a lot of people do have some free time, but it is a busy, busy time. So I'm going to roll the old credits as the saying goes, and then I will bid you adieu because, well, some days you just got to roll on out. The True North Eager Beaver podcast is an Eager Beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Research, story, and guest curation and copy written by the Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. And thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork. We love it. Kits, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Take care. And that's it for today. Hopefully, we'll, well, that's it for now, not for today. 
going to get on this afternoon sometime. See you soon. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.